0: Just saying, I am Tom Becca.
1: I'm McGraw-Millhaven, and welcome to the show, my friends.
0: All right, so you started off, we're talking right before we go to record here, and you say, I got a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. Uh, Well, so do I, but let's hear what uh, you want to start off with. Well, you've inspired me.
1: I'm officially legal to Uber Drive.
0: Oh, man, I'll tell you, I I did that uh, all weekend. Not all weekend, but I did that... that, uh, most of Saturday and part of Sunday. And uh, made some really good money, but it was just that it was it's like it is a cross section of people. I mean it really is. You you learn you learn an awful lot about people uh driving uh, driving Uber,
1: I'll tell you that. Because what? What was the what's the
0: well you got you got uh you know <laughs> Okay, now I won't drive anybody home from the bar. I, I, I'm not driving anybody late at right. night. You're driving right?
1: them to the bar. You're I'll drive them to, them the, to the bar.
0: And I'll drive them to their car the next morning. Okay, so I'll do that. But, but in between, though, you got people that you know, just don't have a transportation to work. You've got people that are going to the airport. You got rich business people going to the airport. You got poor people going to work to Walmart. You got, uh, you know, people that are, um. Very talkative and just interested in you and interested in, uh, you know, life. And you got other people that just sit back there and, you know, like stare at the back of your head the entire time. <laughs> um, it's it just, it, it's I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. And Like I said, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get rich doing this, but right now in the situation that I'm in, when I got some free time, and rather, you know, just go out and, you know, just when you're driving, you clear your head on stuff, you know, just kind of nice to be out on the road. So I'm just driving people around and talking to them and uh, uh making a few side butts, you know, a few butts on the side. Are you uh has anybody
1: recognized you as Tom Becker? A few have. Mm.
0: A few have. And uh and we've had some interesting conversations there. Only but and I don't know if others have and just you know don't want to say anything. Right. You know, you don't know. It's like, well, he looks like that guy from TV, but uh, nah, he wouldn't be driving <laughs> Uber. <laughs>
1: Are you? Are you Tom Brokaw? Are you look like the guy from TV. Hey, Tom Brokaw. You, yeah, there you are. Go. You are you Gary Shandelmar? Are you? Yeah, Brokaw? I know. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. And then, what's your name again? Yeah, I, you know, you get that sort of thing. Uh, uh What do I know you from?
1: Uh, uh, I so I, I'm all ready to go. The first one is the hardest, so I'm a little skittish about turning my my thing on. So, so you I'm haven't done it way. yet, huh? I haven't done it yet. I just, I sent in all the, or, you know, I gave my picture and sent in my, uh, you know, my whatever I need to do. So I'm all, I'm all. Has your, carbon inspect, has your carbon inspected? No, they haven't told me to do that.
0: Okay, well, that's going to be next. Nice. You got to have the car inspected before you, yeah? but but. Um,
1: well, they, they said I'm good to go. They didn't say. Well, they do go and then go. Well, we we have inspections here. My, this, the state inspected my car when I got my license. Maybe oh, that's it,
0: Maybe it's so, different different rules in Missouri than it is in Nebraska, but uh, all right, all
1: right. Now, secondly, let's let's get to this thing. Can we talk a little debt ceiling here for for a second?
0: Jeez, I was wondering if that was going to come up. You said because
1: so because I, you need to explain something to me, oh wise one, since you are a truth and Uber driver, you mm-hmm. have all the answers. The Republicans can't open their mouths without talking about border security, right? They say, hi, good morning. You say, hi, border security, right? Border security, border security. And so the one time they're going to cut federal spending and they're going to vote on what? Reduced money for border security. Can you explain to me how this makes any sense that they want to claim that Joe Biden is against closing the borders, and yet Republicans want to reduce the spending for border security.
0: I'm glad you came to me with this, McGraw, because you're right, I am the wise one that has the answer on this. First of all, there's no such thing as open borders. They talk about open borders, all these people flocking through. Well, you know, the reality is, is that no, the borders are not open. The borders are uh, patrolled, people are arrested, people are processed, people are uh, allowed in on amnesty, they're rejected um, uh, on amnesty. I mean, it's a political tool used by political tools to get people all angry and all wound up and stuff. And and, and the reality is, is that, yeah, they do a pretty good job or at least a decent job of maintaining the border. They don't want to pass laws that make it so that, like you say, more judges or more more guards on the border. They don't want to pass that, right? So they just want to bitch about it. You talk to any—I mean, you interview politicians, both Republicans and Democrats. Whenever you hear the term secure the border, whenever any of them says secure the border, ask them just specifically what that means. They won't give you an answer because you'd say, look, you got to admit— No matter what you do, some people are going to get through. What's the number? What's the number that you'll find acceptable? Is it 100 a week? Is it 1,000 a month? What's the number that you'll find acceptable when you say secure the border? Because we know that zero is not a possibility. All right.
1: I understand. I understand it's a political game. But in the game of political games, they sent Speaker McCarthy in there to cut a deal with a man who is shaking at people who aren't there, is senile and can't put his pants on, and apparently was able to um, fleece Kevin McCarthy to reduce the spending on border security. How does that make any sense? While well, they're trying to make the argument Biden isn't for now, border they, do security,
0: do they reduce? Do they reduce or just keep it at the same level? What?
1: Well, what? No, they reduced border security. Now, they took 85 percent of the budget off the the table. So there's nothing left except, you know, food stamps and border security. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't understand any of this anyway. But what a game of chicken to when it's all said and done, we're going to throw the world economy into the tank because we need to reduce border security. That's what they've agreed to. It is so insanely ridiculous that this is the deal they cut. And if I were a Republican or a MAGA a Republican or just somebody who wanted to cut spending and I voted a Republicans to cut spending, this
0: is kind of an embarrassment. We had a thing here a couple of years ago, about a year and a half, two years ago, where a number of national, uh, Nebraska National Guard troops were going down to the border for a year to help secure the border, right? Here's the interesting thing about it. It was done in secrecy because the Biden administration didn't want to admit that, you know, they needed to put more troops down there. And the uh, governor here, the Republican governor here in Nebraska, didn't want to make it look like he was working with the Democratic president. So they all did it it's sort of like, look, look, this needs to be done, but it's not necessarily good politically for either of us. So let's just do it and try to keep it hush hush, which it was a muted response, not hush hush entirely. But uh, it was indeed muted, yeah. No. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it just the whole border thing is just ridiculous. Uh, you know, the, the, the fights that are made on that. When you've got 80, it, like 85 90% of the American people think that the so-called dreamers should have a path of citizenship or at least be able to stay here in peace without fear of being deported. When you've got the vast majority of Americans thinking that and they can't codify that into law, it, it just boggles the mind. So, when you're Stop. asking, if you're asking for any sensible answers when it comes to our border security, I don't think you're going to find one because so much of what we do just doesn't make any sense. We need these workers. We need the roofers. We need the hotel workers. We need the restaurant I know. workers. We need these people.
1: Well, I need a landscaper bad, but that's a whole other issue. Yeah. All right. The other topic, the other topic that came out of this weekend that isn't getting any attention, but you've heard it here first. Actually, you heard it here a second. I mentioned it on my show uh, in the mornings on the big 550 KTRS. Uh, did you hear the story of the oath keeper, Jessica Watkins? She was sentenced. Jessica Watkins was sentenced. Uh, the judge sentenced oath keeper, Jessica Watson for her role in the Capitol insurrection to eight and a half years in prison. But that's not the story. She formed a local militia and encouraged others to commit crimes on January 6th, Um, sentenced to eight and a half years. The judge, while sentencing her, said that uh, she could have used her identity as a transgender woman to be a role model instead of a riot leader. So the... (laughs)
0: Oh well, so boy, I did miss this one entirely. So, an oathkeeper that was sentenced is a transgender woman.
1: An oathkeeper who was sentenced to eight and a half years in prison is a transgender woman and an army veteran. Oh, who knew that the oathkeepers were so diverse and woke,
0: and yet they won't shop a target. Well, we'll let we'll let our members go to prison for eight years, but we won't have a Bud Light. Try,
1: put that in your pipe and have your head explode over that one.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, was, and somewhere
1: <laughs> left you speechless, didn't I?
0: And said, and somewhere, and somewhere, there's an oath keeper who who slept with her and said, "What? She was a dude? You know?" So it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Um uh most but, of her- and this okay, this is a, gonna be one of those questions that's gonna get me uh you know trying to be canceled or something. Um can hope. Have you seen have you seen a picture of this woman? No, I have not. I'm just curious. You know, I mean, I I I, I, I I'm not of, I
1: haven't seen a picture of her, but I can probably rest assured that Donald Trump wouldn't fondle her in the um in the dressing room at Bergdorf Goodman's.
0: I well is, I, I have I have an image of what I think a female oathkeeper would look like. And I don't know if that's just being stereotypical or
1: if that's just being realistic. I mean, I'm really offended that this transgendered woman took the spot of another traditional woman's role in the Oath Keepers. I mean, that's unfair. She, she, she took another woman's role from being arrested while, 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 while ransacking the Capitol.
0: You're right. You know, a a regular, a regular and actually born a female, you know, just doesn't have the strength to be able to crush through the windows and try to pummel a uh, a security guard over the head with the American flag the way that, uh, you know, a transgender woman would have. I think,
1: I think, I think there should be a rule that says transgendered Oath Keepers should, should only riot with other men, not other women, because that's unfair. (laughs) Using and as, our tax dollars to riot as a transgender woman.
0: And as crazy as this conversation has gotten, I ask myself, is it really much crazier than <laughs> what the other conversations are about this sort of thing? So as, as, as crazy as our conversation has gotten with this. Now, like- why, hasn't, why hasn't that been a bigger story? I mean, that a transgendered woman was sentenced as
1: an Oath Keeper.
0: I'm not so sure that the people that support transgender rights want to say, by the way, we're so, we've got such an open tent, we are got such a broad, open base that we've got oath keepers on our side, too. I, I don't think well, and the and the, and,
1: the, and the and the oath keepers don't want to say, hey, we're so diverse, we allow transgender people to riot with us?
0: No, because there's that one oath keeper that slept with her and said, what? She was a dude? You know, no, no of course not. No, I mean, the whole thing, oh, thankfully, it's time for us to take a break. And try to make some sense. We will regroup after this quick commercial break on the Big 550 KTRS. If you're listening to the podcast, just hang with us for a second or two. And we'll be right back. This is Beck and Millhaven, just saying on the Big 550 KTRS. Once again, we are back. I'm Tom Becker. He's McGraw Millhaven. as we try to make some sense out of this crazy world of ours. Um, you know, you'd be with the transgender thing. I don't get the whole Target situation here. Why you know a Target is not like some big massive PR uh, problem because some people don't like some of the items they were selling. Say out of that department, you know, I mean, I just oh, you know, you know what? When I go when I go shopping at Target, I don't go walking to the women's bra area because there's nothing there I need to buy. Same yeah. thing went through with the gay ears. So, oh, I'm sorry, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the, the the gay stuff. I don't need anything there. I'm good here. So I'll just go over to, I'll just go over to the sporting goods section, and uh, I'm I'm cool. I you mean,
1: don't you don't go to, you don't shop at the women's bra section at Target, but you shop at the men's bra section. I got at the Target.
0: bro. I got the bro. Yeah, an old Seinfeld reference. Uh,
1: uh, I, I they got nothing else to worry about. I mean, I I don't. I mean, it is the weird. Here here's here's my problem with all of these these things is. They're, these people, and many of them are on the left, and now they're, you know, they're, they're gearing up on the right to do the same thing. They demand these companies to take a social stance on the most controversial issues of the day, right? I'm not going to eat at this deli unless I know what the owner thinks about abortion. Well, You know, I mean, it's so unfair to these businesses. All Target wants to do is sell product. All Bud Light wants to do is sell beer. All delis want to do is sell sandwiches. Why are you forcing them to, to answer society's most, um, you know, most um, upsetting questions to to force them to upset half of their customers?
0: Well, but on the other hand, though, there are other businesses that do this to bring in business. I mean, whether it be the, the shop owner with the Black Lives Matter sign in the window or the businessman that has the uh, evangelical fish uh, sign there, you know, pr- promoting their Christianity, promoting their religion. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of these businesses do this as a way to bring in business. These are marketing tools. And if you don't like what the marketing tool is, if you don't like the, whether it be, you know, the, 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 the Bud Light um, uh, transgender thing or the Target transgender thing, whatever, gay, lesbian, uh, queer people. I mean, if you don't like that, just avoid it.
1: Well, but, but the point is, though, the person who has the rainbow flag up who supports the LGBTQ community, that's the owner's choice. Right. If the owner wants to give back 10 percent of his profits to anti-abortion causes or has the fish, that's the owner's choice. And, yeah, do they use as a marketing tool? Sure. Okay, fine. But for for a for an for a protester to demand Disney, what do you think about this or Coca-Cola? You know, what's your stance on abortion or, you know, Apple, what's your stance on Ukraine and Russia? I mean, I, it it gets to the point where you're forcing these companies to 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 take stands. They shouldn't be forced to take because you think you deserve the right to know what you know. Chevrolet thinks about gay marriage.
0: Well, on the other hand, though, wait a minute. But, but do you want to give your money to some neo-Nazi business? Well, there's a large chasm between neo-Nazis. No, no, no. no but, the, the, but the the point I'm making here. Point I'm making here is that is it all that unreasonable to say you know what if I'm worrying about money to somebody I'd like to at least know. You know, if, if they have uh, some of the same values I have. Yeah, but, some, but pick
1: a company like Ford, Ford, Ford Motor Company. They've got hundreds of thousands of employees and hundreds of thousands of shareholders, right? Why does, why does the one person's opinion on something matter? It's They have thousands of opinions. They have thousands of, of, of angles on this. Why force Ford into answering a question which you know is only going to upset half of their audience? I just find it a little disheartening that we're forcing these businesses, among everything else, to somehow be the social conscience of the country.
0: It's, uh, well, I, I, mean, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. And I, I think that at some point in time, like, you know, we take this on a, on a much smaller level, you know, when you got one parent. Complaining about the granite penis on the statue of David, which forces the school superintendent to to, to resign. You know, when you got storms like that, where you got one or two people that want to see a banned book or something, uh, you know, uh, or a book, banned rather. When you got a few things like that, I understand. You know that you know, just one or two people having a problem can make something a much bigger problem than what it really is.
1: Have you ever? Have you ever shopped or not shopped at a place because of their social agenda or their social, um, you know, their social philosophy? Um, like I know people who won't shop at Hobby Lobby and I'm like, why? And they're like, they're against gay marriage. I was like, well, I'm not going there to get married. If I were gay, I'm going there to get a cheap frame.
0: Yeah. But there are other places to get a cheap frame too.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And then somebody's like, oh, you shouldn't go to Chick-fil-A. Why? They're against gay marriage. I was like, I'm not going there to watch a gay marriage. I'm going there to get a chicken
0: sandwich. You know, it, it is interesting. Because if you're asking me if I've do, done that consciously, the answer is no. But I'm wondering, you know what? I don't go to Chick-fil-A that often. Of course, if I go to another, if I go to Burger King or something, I, I don't order their chicken sandwiches either. I wonder why. I mean, I don't, I'm just sort of curious. I mean, if I'm going for a fast food place, Chick-fil-A, and I, I mean, I like their sandwiches, but I don't go to Chick-fil-A all that often. Matter, matter of fact, it's been years since I've been to a Chick-fil-A, and I don't know reason, why.
1: The, the only reason why I don't go to a Chick-fil-A is the line's too long. That may be part of it, too. But every time I go on the line, the line moves so fast, it doesn't matter how long the line is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
1: I, I love me some Chick-fil-A. And
0: I don't, I don't,
1: and I don't care about the owner's philosophy. What do I care? It's a good chicken sandwich. He ain't killing anybody. He's just no, he's I, making chicken sandwiches and he closes on Sunday.
0: No, And, and I agree with you. The, the point that I'm making is thats is that I'm not sure that like, subconsciously it does affect me. I don't know. I mean, consciously, no. Do I, do I say I'm going to avoid Chick-fil-A because of their stance on gay marriage? No, I don't do that. Do I say I'm not going to go to Hobby Lobby because of their stance on gay marriage? No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right. But, well, first of all, Hobby Lobby, I don't, wouldn't shop at that much anyway. It's not, I'm not the demo for that. Uh, I'm definitely the demo for fast food. Um, I don't know. Um,
1: well, you should check out Hobby Lobby. They have wonderful deals.
0: Yeah, but what do I need for?
1: Go into Hobby Lobby. You'll be like, ooh, I need some of these things. What do you do for your place settings for the holidays?
0: <laughs> Nothing.
1: Well that's why you're I, I, single.
0: I, well, yeah, I don't need that. I don't I don't have I don't have people coming over for dinner for the holidays. So I don't need any I don't need any place settings for the holidays.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. I forgot nobody likes you because your social stances.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nobody's coming into my house because it isn't with me politically. Um I know I don't know, man. I mean, I just yeah, I'm not uh but on the other hand, I've had no idea what. Uh, Lowe's, Menards, or um, uh, uh, Home Depot's policies are on things. I don't really care. I if I need to, you know, get some stuff for my lawn, I'm going to go to uh, the nearest Lowe's, Menards, or Home. Right. D-
1: I don't. Yeah. I don't these people who, you know, oh, I'm not going to Whole Foods. Why? Because they're liberal. It's Like I don't care. I want to. You know, I want a ham sandwich. i have never. i have never. I mean, these people. It's it's just so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean the the whole Target thing. I mean, I don't I don't read really about like I'm not a beer, much of a beer drinker. I do shop at Target. I will continue to shop at Target whether or not they have the gay merchandise in there or not. You know, I mean, well, uh, you can always
1: get it online. Well, you can get the tuck on online.
0: That's more than I need to know.
1: All right, well, just I, to I let you know,
0: you know, okay, so here's how naive I am. So I'm at the I'm at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, and I'm buying some souvenirs. And they got these these really cool pins. They got these really cool pins of, you know, like, you know, g- uh, guitars and drums and stuff. You know, they do like, like lapel pins sort of a thing, right? And so I bought uh, a couple of them. And I'm wearing one to work one day, right? I'm wearing one to work one day. And uh, the guy, uh, one of our, our gay coworkers, points out to me that, oh, yeah, that guitar has the rainbow colors, so I had inadvertently bought a gay pride guitar <laughs> souvenir from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right? I just thought it was cool. Hey, it's a very colorful. It's a very colorful lapel pin. I will wear this, you know. And then when he tells me, well, it's the gay lapel pin, and it's like, uh, here, you want it? <laughs> I mean, that's just... You know, I was like, again, I'm I'm not I'm not that guy. You
1: know. Did you did you get propositioned while while wearing the uh, pride parade pin?
0: No, but whenever I had that pin, I I, I, I couldn't stop listening to George Michael music. I was Eww. a thing.
1: that. That's not. I like George Michael, and there's nothing wrong with with George Michael.
0: No, I agree with you. I like George Michael. Who heart. was
1: just not who was just elected into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, by the way.
0: Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, have you ever, have you, have you ever stumbled into a gay bar by
0: accident? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, on accident, I, on I, I, I don't know. No, I don't think I know that I stumbled into a gay bar by accident. What What I did happen was I was in a college town. I was in a college town at a regular bar, and unbeknownst to me, like Monday nights was gay night at the bar. So we're there like, for happy hour. Me and a friend were there for happy hour and uh, so it's like 6 o'clock, we're having a drink, and a few people are there, right? 7 o'clock comes, more people are coming in. 8 o'clock comes, more people are coming in. And as we're getting ready to leave at like 8.30 or so, I look around, and it's like nothing but guys dancing with each other. It's like, oh, how did this happen? You know? Because I know that the rest of the week, it's a regular dance bar. But on Monday nights, it was for the gay college students, and I didn't know that. But otherwise, I don't think I've ever, like, Stumbled into a gay bar otherwise, but I had a, a gay bar. I had a gay bar stumbled into me.
1: <laughs> All right. There are a lot of ways I could go with that, but since, since we're on KTS Radio, I will refrain. I went into a gay bar once on a date with a girl.
0: Uh huh. I
1: was on a date with a girl, and she said, hey, some of my friends are going to this bar. You want to go? So we went to this bar that was a gay bar. So I was on a date with a girl at a gay bar. And I've been never so offended in my life because I'm standing there with the girl. Right. And these gay men kept coming over and introducing themselves to her and was pin. They were pinching her backside. She had, um, she had her breasts done. So they were like, Oh, let me see, let me feel right. And she was all, you know, she was Uh totally into the whole thing. And I was like, Hey, stop pinching my date. That's inappropriate. And they're like, Oh no, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm gay. And I'm like, that doesn't matter if you're gay. I don't, I don't go up to you and grab your, you know, your privacy. and say, no, 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 I'm straight. It doesn't matter. I'm like, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight. It's just inappropriate.
0: Well, let me ask you, how many times did you go back to that bar pretending to be gay just so that you could you know, <laughs> pick some other guy's date?
1: Uh, that was the last time I was at that bar. And oddly enough, that's, that's the last date we had. With the girl, <laughs> I was over two. <laughs>
0: oh, you know we can do a we can do a whole podcast one day just talking about our bad
1: days. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: well maybe maybe that'll maybe we'll do that one of these days. I eh? I do love the one on the when you took that wasn't when you took a woman on a first date to go see the uh, movie uh, The Aristocrats.
1: That was a bad
0: idea. If you don't know the movie The Aristocrats, it is all these comics telling the same dirty, disgusting joke over and over again.
1: No, no, no. You're not doing it justice. It's the, it's, it's the joke the comedians tell each other to try and gross each other out. Yeah, yeah. And there was a movie about it. And each comedian tried to gross out the other comedian. And I decided to take this girl to this movie who I thought I heard it was really funny and it was not a good idea. <laughs> not yeah. a good, I was, I was like, uh, can we go? She was like, great, let's bail. It was not a good idea. <laughs> it was, it, it was, a oddly enough, that's, that's also the last date I had with her too.
0: <laughs> Starting to see a trend. Uh, let's take a quick break here. More in a moment uh, uh, when we return. This is Beckett Milhaven just saying on the mid-550 KTRS. And we are back. I'm Tom Beckett. He's McGraw Millhaven. as we try to figure things out here. Um, you know, we are talking before about the, the whole deal with um, the uh, uh, debt ceiling and Congress and all of this stuff. I posted a comment on social media. No oh boy. That if that if you uh you know if if you come up with a plan that pisses off both AOC and MTG, that it must be a pretty good plan. All right. Yeah. Which okay, that evidently not so much. Evidently, the <laughs> idea of compromise is just to some people is just so foreign that the, the idea of compromise is like no, if we can't have everything our way, it it, it sucks. Is is this from is this from the generation that got participation ribbons? Is this from a a, a generation that just has been so spoiled with everything else that they just think that everything has got to go their way? What what happened? Why is compromise such a bad idea anymore?
1: It's well, let me let me try and break this this down for you. There's there's something to be said for people who don't understand um the system right you're never going to get a hundred percent of what you want and so they don't understand that they think that why don't you just do it why don't you just do whatever it is you want to do so they don't understand that two i think there's a bit of a um social media aspect to this right you don't get any clicks by saying, hey, you know what, Paul McCartney, or Paul McCartney, uh, Kevin McCarthy, you know, I, there's some of these things I like. No, of these, sir, I these so things. often
0: confused. Paul McCartney and
1: Kevin McCarthy are so often confused. No, no one's going to get any clicks for, for posting. You know what, I, I'm i not crazy about the deal, but it's a compromise, and I guess he did as as well as he should. So good job, Kevin McCarthy. You're not going to get any clicks for that. You're only going to get get clicks if you tell the person how terrible they are, how how they sold out, right? So it's all about the clicks. It's all about the attention. It's nothing about, it's all about the, the who can own who. It's nothing about the actual process of having to run a, a government.
0: Yeah, but you're, you're talking about the, the, the Congress people. I mean, You're talking about the politicians. No, 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 the I'm, I'm talking folks.
1: about, I'm talking about, you know, Steve 452. You know, that, that guy wants clicks. And that guy's out on social media telling, you know, telling the Dems, if he's a Democrat, how terrible Biden is because he sold out. And if you're an R, you know, a McCarthy sold out. That's how you get clicks. That's how you get attention. You don't get attention by agreeing with with the boss
0: oh, on social yeah. media. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think we need, I think we need to be promoting the idea that compromise is not a dirty word. Do you, know, you know?
1: Do you know that there have never been sixty senators in the United States Congress from the Republican Party? And I didn't know that. I think the highest they've had was like fifty-six or fifty-five. Mm-hmm. So they can't do anything with fifty-five senators. You actually need Republican Democratic senators right. to join you to get to the sixty filibuster. So if you think that you're sending Josh Hawley to Washington, D.C. to do whatever it is he wants to do, you're, you're, you're wrong because he's going to need Democratic help to do anything and vice versa. I mean, Democrats haven't had 60 only a few times. And so, oddly enough, we had the uh, Medicare-Medicaid in the 60s, and then we had the Affordable Care Act in the, in the 2000s. But you, you, you need... The other side in the Senate to get anything done, and and people don't realize that.
0: Well, that's how it used to be, but now I mean, the Senate is becoming more and more like the House of Representatives, and the House of Representatives is becoming more and more like the House of Commons in England.
1: Right, but but you need sixty votes. Oh yeah, in the Senate, you, you need sixty votes. Well, unless to of course, that.
0: unless of course they the rules, as they did with judges in that. Well, so no. they, right, so they can but
1: run their but, but, but to 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 fix the immigration system you need 60 votes to mm-hmm. build the wall. You need 60 votes to do anything. You need 60 votes. Um, and so they're, they're not, never going to get it. You, you're never going to compromise. And so nothing happens because you refuse to let the other side compromise.
0: Yeah. For
1: that matter, there won't be any gun legislation. There won't be any, you know, anything. There, there, there won't be any fix to the federal government unless you get a compromise.
0: Cause you don't raise money. You don't, you don't get campaign contributions on your uh, successes and on your compromises, you get them when there's a problem and you need me to fix it. Right,
1: well, you know, they don't fix whole, it. I also love how they plan this thing. You know, we're calling for 10-year tax cuts on X. Really? Because we're, we're still honoring the commitment that was made 10 years ago in, 20, in 2013 that the Congress made. I mean, it's so ridiculous. And, and these people fall for it every time. Shame on us. Shame on us.
0: Well, <laughs> hey, but look, if everything went smoothly, you and I'd be out of work. But <laughs> well, I guess I am, but you and I'd be out of, <laughs> out of a job. You
1: are, you are out of work and the world's careening towards hell. So, what yeah, do you no, know?
0: I know, and I didn't get back at it. But well, that's the other thing, too. I, you know, okay, so for people that aren't familiar in St. Louis, um, I had a long time uh, talk radio career here in Omaha. And then for the last eight years now, seven, eight years, I was doing political commentary, and, and was just social commentary, and whatever was in the news, commentary during uh, our uh, local TV newscast. The company that owns us, uh, Sinclair, or the TV station, Sinclair, uh, decided to get rid of all of its local um, newscasts in, uh, in our market. So they got rid of the entire local news department at our station. So I'm out of a job right now. And people are coming up to me and saying, Tom... You got you to gotta get back online. Go and start you know, doing your commentary online, all this stuff. You got to keep at it. And part of me is just thinking like, you know, I, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> I, I'm going to take a little bit of a break right now and, and maybe get back at it later. But, you know, the uh, I know that on, on paper the smart thing to do is say, you know, keep your name out there, keep pushing, keep getting those clicks and everything. And part of me says, I've been playing that game for Thirty-five years. Let's see what else is out there.
1: Is yeah, that... like an Uber, like an Uber driver.
0: You know what? I put my mind on hold. I don't have to worry about anything. It ain't a bad gig. And no, I rich. hear you you're not going to get rich. You're not going to get rich doing it. I don't. Thankfully, I'm I'm in a situation where I'm not in any desperate need for the money. You know, so it's
1: you're already rich. You have me as a friend. How much more rich here can you get?
0: I'd like to fall for bankruptcy. <laughs>
1: i uh, I would like to um, with our few moments left remaining on this show, I would like to uh, have a follow- up on one of our past podcasts. okay where I was maligned by you, I believe, for my opinion that at some point uh, President Biden was going to have to seriously consider whether or not to pardon Donald Trump. Did you see? <laughs> Did you see Peter Ducey from Fox News ask President Biden if he wanted to pardon President Trump? And Joe Biden said, I'll see you guys. Great question. So he walked away and didn't answer it, but said great question.
0: While laughing, yes.
1: While laughing, because it was such a ridiculous. But you know what? It's not. I'm telling you, at some point, this is going to be a real issue because it's never going to be over with Trump. And at some point, he's going to have to decide whether or not he is going to pardon Donald Trump because he's about to be indicted, whether it's the documents case or one of these other things. And you just can't have you just can't have it. it it's it's going to be an- it's going to be four more years of this, whether he wins or not. And at some point, you have to get past this. He's going to have to pardon Donald Trump.
0: Um. Hmm. Well- I, I will say that's a bridge that we don't have to cross yet i I don't know that I don't know that if you know oh God, who knows I mean then Trump would have to accept the uh, accept the pardon so if, if you if the
1: the, uh, the rules uh, and this this has been adjudicated in the Supreme Court if one accepts a pardon, you are accepting guilt. So when Steve Bannon accepted a pardon, he accepted guilt right. You can if you get a presidential pardon, you can say, I don't want it because I don't want to accept guilt. But by accepting the pardon, you in essence are accepting guilt.
0: isn't that what um um oh watch his face? The crazy guy um with the Nixon tattoo on his back. Uh did he not accept oh. the did he not uh, accept the pardon?
1: Uh yeah, Roger Stone. Yes he Roger did. Stone. No, he, he Roger Stone took the pardon. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Okay. I thought maybe- Roger
1: Stone took the pardon. Yeah. Uh now there they're, they're uh, it, it would only cover federal crimes, right. so the New York State stuff could still get him, but it would send a huge signal that you know uh, we 're going to for the betterment of the country where we are moving on because if he doesn 't, this could drag on four years right he's because every ruling every everything he 's going to fight all along the way,
0: as you say it drags on but let me ask you this. Do you honestly think the American people are paying that close of attention to it?
1: Oh, you know, as some are, some aren't, you know, varying degrees, you know. How many people I were? Think, I think people have made up their mind um, on this
0: and they, you know, you know, they moved on.
1: How many people are paying attention to the Cardinals? Some. Right? I mean, no one's watching everything except us.
0: <laughs> that's true. And
1: that's, you didn't even know and you didn't even know about that transgender woman.
0: Well, that's just because I'm I'm sort of taking a little little downtime. Yeah. You're right, you're right. When your job is when your job is focusing on the news as yours is and mine was, you know they it can, it can drive you nuts after a while just trying to make sense out of all of this. I mean, I'll admit now it's kind of nice, you know, whereas you read a news story and say, okay, what do I have to say about this? I read a news story and I'll say, huh, that's interesting and move on. It's not a bad thing to do. At least for the time being. I, I know that there's a part of me that something uh, every now and then gets in my claw, uh, craw and it's like, oh, I got to say something about this. and Then I'll, I'll do a Facebook Live or a Twitter feed just to, you know, put it out there. But um, uh, the rest of the time, it's sort of nice to just say, okay, well, that was an interesting story and move on with my life.
1: Uh, speaking of that, since you can't promote your real estate business on, um, on uh, Uber, how's your real estate business going?
0: Uh very good. man. I'm I'm signing up another client uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. I've got another client. Yeah. Nice uh nice. If I were there. to uh,
1: if I were to call you about a real estate deal in uh, Omaha, what wh- what what number would I call you?
0: Well they would probably through Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate, the Good Life Group, and that would be 402-321-9590. 402-321-9590. Yeah, and no, real estate's doing well, and I'm enjoying that. That's you know, s- something different. Um, but um We'll see. I'll, I'll probably get back. I'll probably get back full time in the media here. Matter of fact, I got I've got an appointment coming up this week with the media outlet. So I, I, I've had I've had two meetings so far with uh, other media operations here in Omaha, and both have basically said a similar thing. It's like, well, we think we can use you, but we're not sure how.
1: <laughs> that's 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 kind of like your old girlfriend.
0: No, she knew how to use me. Oh, she, <laughs> she, she knew how to use me. She uh, did not. Oh yeah, I'm oh, not no, bitter no. about it. Yeah, not in the good way. Yeah. That's, uh, anyway, all right, are
1: we are we done?
0: I think we've solved enough. Yeah, I think I think we're we're, we're close enough to being done. Uh, until, uh, by the way, uh, like like us, support us, uh, 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 hit all the buttons that we need to be hit so that we can continue to grow this podcast uh, and then join us every Thursday when a new podcast is available on Becca and Millhaven. Just saying. Until next time. Thank
1: you for your time. Bye-bye. Ahura Media Production.